Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Loud Outdoors on a podcast. We are uh, into Thursday evening, actually. Man, it has been raining here today. What a beautiful sight. Woke up this morning, went out and sat on the back porch with my coffee cup and could hear a little rumble in the distance, a little thunder and a little booming going on. And then the next thing you know, I began to hear the little pitter-patter of rain begin to hit the roof. And what a beautiful sound, what a beautiful sight to see the water. We have been high and dry for some time now. So very thankful for uh, for the rain. Matter of fact, I, I jumped on my Facebook and posted uh, a YouTube video of of let it rain. Um, love that song. Let it rain. Uh, open up the floodgates of heaven, Lord. And that, that's kind of where we are today, spiritually even. You know, it's like we're at this dry and thirsty place. And we're just like calling out to God, Lord. We we need this latter rain. We need the rain of your spirit. Open up the floodgates, Lord, and let it pour. Amen. I um, had an opportunity today. I, I drove over in, in, to uh, Sepulpa and I picked up Rhonda. She was there with her dad. And we drove over into Broken Arrow over by Tulsa and um, met up with a very dear friend of ours. She was, uh, I met her at a at a wounded veterans event uh, with Peter Snapdoor Ministries that I travel and speak with quite frequently and uh, work with that ministry really closely. I met I met her during, um, during a deer hunt, actually. And um, man, I just fell in love with this kid. She, she is an incredible woman has turned into a beautiful woman of God. Uh, when I met her, <laughs> uh, we talked about that today. Um, boy, she was uh, she was a handful. Um, but man, it has been so cool to watch God just transform her life. As she has surrendered to him, uh, God has poured into her, changed her. Uh, her and her husband, Jeremy, are married now. Cole is just an incredible woman of God, and, 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 and what a couple. They have been through some things. Um, man, life is never easy. We live in a in a world of of fallen people. Uh, we we live in a, a sin society. Uh, we live in a culture that is absolutely lost. And, and and in the process of that, it draws people down. It drags people down. But through this, through the challenges of life, through the struggles, uh, God has been faithful to this couple, and they are. They are serving him. They are, are fired up. Uh, Rhonda and I got to have lunch with Cole today, and what a beautiful time. Uh, tears were shed. Smiles were had. Laughter was heard. Um, as we as we exchanged stories and, and, and life events, as where God is just pouring in to all of us during this time, we talked a little bit about something that I want to talk about today. We, we talked about God's presence um, we, we were actually, we, we chit-chatted a little bit about uh, the Holy of Holies. Um, it was a, a poem I wrote just recently concerning the Holy of Holies, and um, and, and it was one that Cola really liked. I mean, it just really resounded with her. and So we talked a little bit about that. And the fact that you know, in that day, God's presence resided in, in what was considered the Holy of Holies. There was a veil. Um, when, when God's presence entered that, that, that tabernacle in that Holy of Holies with the Ark of the Covenant, uh, he, he came at a certain time for the, the Feast of Tabernacles and all of those different things. And I, I'm not good at traditions and Jewish things, but, but there was a time when God's presence was there and the priest was to go make the sacrifice for the people. So this, 
this priest had a, this robe would be a, a, applied to him and it had little bells sewn on the bottom. And he had a rope tied around his ankle because if he entered into the very presence of God, into that Holy of Holies, and there was anything in him unclean, he was struck dead. That, 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 that sin nature, that, that uncleanliness cannot, res, cannot reside in the presence of God. And he, struck, he would strike them dead. So when the outside folks didn't hear the bells anymore, then they'd drug the body out. That's, that's how that all worked. Some, some unique study there that you can do. The crazy part about this is the day Jesus gave up his life on the cross, the Bible describes and, and, and defines that that veil that we've been talking about, and there's a lot of information about that veil. This was not just a sheet hung up. This thing was sewn solid, ridiculously thick. Um, it was woven out of colorful material. You, you can study out the veil, if you will, the veil in the tabernacle. But that veil, the moment Jesus said, it is finished, and he gave up his spirit, that veil was torn from the top to the bottom. Very, very unique. And it, the Bible says that it tore from the top to the bottom. The sun went black. The earth shook. The rocks cried out. <laughs> rocks were split. I mean, this was, an, this was an incredible moment. But what happened at that very moment, we, we literally gained access to the presence of God on a personal basis. We now become the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God resides in those who receive Him, who surrender their life and allow Him access. So with all of that, um, and, and again, well, there's some depths of some teaching that can be done right there. I, I don't want to delve into that today. Um, this is what I want to delve into. What I want to delve into is feeling God's presence. Have you ever felt God's presence now, I know that some of you have. I, I can assure you that some of you have, have been in God's presence. It's an incredible feeling. And I have to tell you, in the last few days, up a week maybe, the presence of God has been extremely prevalent in my life. Um, crazily so. You know, God's, God's given me some direction um, I'm, I'm, I'm in a place I've never been before. I'm seeking him like I've never sought him. I'm having to trust him in ways I've never had to trust him. So I am literally all about his presence right now. But the things that happen in God's presence are unreal. It, it's so cool. God, God literally lines up meetings divine appointments all throughout this this time in his presence. I have had more divine appointments in the last few days than I've ever had in my entire history of ministry. God's presence is strong. And for whatever place I'm at right now, I seem to be residing there. And it's incredible. To what extent have you ever felt God's presence? Think about that for a minute. How, how deep have you been in his presence? I think far more than many of us have realized the Holy Spirit can bring heaven forward in us. But when we get to heaven, we're going to be glorified. Glorification will mean that the absence of sin, the no temptation, no sorrow, no tears, no death, no pain, no insecurity, and no worry. Can you imagine that? 
I mean, when, we're, when we make it into heaven, the glorification of our body, we will be glorified. And all of that stuff is gone. Seeing the face of Jesus directly and immediately will make all of this happen. Feeling his presence now is but simply a taste of the glory that's to come. No experience of God, whether, whether miracle, healing, signs, or wonders, will utterly remove the need for faith in this present life. J- just because I have been experiencing what I feel to be the presence of God in my life doesn't take away the need for my faith in Him. I'm still having to trust that He's going to provide. I still have to trust that He's going to lead me. I still have to keep my faith intact and strong. But yet, we can admit that sometimes God may make Himself so real that for a moment, you feel like you don't really need this faith thing because you're with Him. What an incredible feeling. But that that feeling won't last indefinitely, at least not in this world right now. It won't last until we stand in his presence and glory. But the memory of it, however, these these moments that God gives us in his presence, man, those things will last for a lifetime, and they'll keep us encouraged as we continue to hold them close to us. I want you to realize that that, that God is our refuge. The, The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade in your right hand is what it says in Psalms 121, 5. See, in a Christian life, God is our keeper. He's our constant. He's our protection. The writer of Psalm 121 reminds us that that our help comes from the very creator of heaven and earth. Verse 2, our keeper watches our steps in verse 3. And and as tired as we may be, he will not fall asleep on the job. Verse 4. In verse 7 highlights the extreme care God has for us, stating the Lord will keep your life. Maybe, maybe sometimes you feel as though you're losing in life right now. You ever found yourself in a place where you just feel like all hope is lost? Like maybe earlier today, <laughs> maybe this afternoon, maybe yesterday. I mean, we all have these moments where we just simply think, I'm, I'm losing this game. I, I can't keep up. I can't, I can't find the, the, right, the right formula. Nothing's working out. Trouble after trouble after trouble. You ever feel that way? I know that some of you feel this way. The opposition, whatever that may be, or whatever it might represent, has dealt you a substantial blow, and it might land really, really hard. If you're agreeing with me right now, remember this. God is your defender, and you can trust him. Yes, I know words are simply said. It, it's difficult sometimes to put them into practice, but it's, a, it's, it's something we have to do in this particular situation. Life is tough. Life is hard. There's not anywhere in the word that I've ever found that it says it's going to be anything but that. We are to overcome. We are to endure till the end. We're to trust him. We're to have our faith in him. We're We're to let him provide. I spend a lot of time trying to help him. He doesn't need my help. I've said this a lot lately. I must need to hear it a lot. He doesn't need my help. I've got to learn to trust him. I've got to be hands off and just say, God, this is yours. I have to let him have it, and I've got to trust him, especially in the time I'm in right now. His his mighty hand has deflected shots that you may not even be aware of. You you know, I've, I've saw the little stories about where you might be delayed because maybe you spilled coffee in your lap or 
maybe you put the wrong color sock on and you had to stop and reach, you know, change your socks. And we get angry over these little twerky delays. Maybe your car didn't start this morning. Maybe you had a little trouble here, a little trouble there. We don't really know what those little delays may have saved us from. So those are things we don't see. I, mean, I talked about yesterday that sometimes we have our face so so buried in the pipe, we can't see the surrounding, the peripheral vision. You know, God sees way more than we do. So his mighty hand is deflecting things off of us that we might not even be aware of. He provides shade in which you can rest. Verse 5 of Psalm 121. He is your ultimate safety net. But I love this. But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. 2 Thessalonians 3.3 3. The Lord is faithful and he will establish you and, and guard you against the evil one. As, as you pray, take the time to praise God for being your constant keeper. He is. He is our constant. He, he is constantly watching over us. He is constantly guarding us. He is constantly providing things for us. He is constantly setting up divine interventions. He is constantly putting things in our path or removing things from our path that we don't even see. So when you pray, give God praise and thanks for being that constant keeper. And let me leave you with this. Psalms 121, 1 through 8. I'm going to read this in the Amplified Version. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber briefly nor sleep soundly. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in, everything that you do, from this time forth and forever. Man, what a powerful piece of scripture. That's another one of those refrigerator scriptures. Psalms 121, 1 through 8. No matter what version you like, it's going to be powerful. Read it, believe it, apply it to your life. The Lord's our guard. He, he's going to guard our coming in and our going out. Everything that we do from this time forward, forever. All we have to do is trust him. Surrender your life to him today. If, if you're not completely surrendered to the Lord, that word has just consumed me. Surrender. No, it's not something that's in our vocabulary often. It's not something that we want in our vocabulary. It's not something that even sounds right to us. But it is mandatory to get our heart right with God. We must surrender our will to His. It is the only way any of what I just said can come to pass in your life. Without surrender, He can't work in you. Without your surrendered heart to him, he has no access to you. So you hold the key to that, and you need to give it to him. And the only way you give the key to him is in surrender. So I encourage you today, you're struggling in life, you don't understand what's going on, check your surrender level. When's the last time you and the Lord really had a heart-to-heart? -heart? When's the last time you let him have 
who you really are. See, we, we have a tendency to take those things back. Even, even if we've been surrendered at one point or another, we have a tendency to try to take the reins of control back. And this is a hands-off deal. This is a Jesus take the wheel. We have to trust him. We have to trust him. Where are you at in your life today? Man, he's calling out to you. Can you not hear him? When's the last time you found yourself in the presence of the Lord? Maybe put some worship on. Maybe maybe begin to just thank him for everything he's given you. Even, even in your time of strife, times of trouble, just begin to praise him. Begin to give him thanks. Be, begin to glorify the Lord in all that you do and ask him for his presence. Bask in that presence. If, if, if you're a fire breather, <laughs> if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, I, I encourage you. Just let go in that heavenly language and find yourself saturated in his presence. Let him just overwhelm your whatever you're at, whatever you're doing. If you're driving, it might be a good idea to pull over. But listen, listen, hear his voice. Do what he says. Trust him. Surrender to him today. Let him have your life. There's no other place that's any good. (laughs) There's no other place that has any hope. He is our only hope. And he's our peace. He's our joy. He's our provision. He's our healing. He's our freedom. He will set the captive free. He'll, he'll He'll bring freedom to you if you surrender. It's an if you will, he will. Always has been. Pray about it. Praise God for being your constant keeper. Amen. Rhonda and I love you. We thank you for your support. We thank you for partnering with us in this ministry. Thank you for walking with us. Thank you for your prayers. Uh, You can find our giving links, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. Follow this podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, Follow our website. I don't keep it as up to date as I probably should, but there's some stuff on there that you might find interesting, especially if you like to hunt. There's some videos and things on there we've done where we've filmed some hunts and things that always have a little spiritual impact involved with them. Follow us. Support us if you can. Pray for us, please. And love on us. Amen. We love you. We pray for you. We pray that God will return to you in the the measure in which you give, that he will give back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over will be poured into your lap. Amen. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk to you again real soon.